ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंशम दिवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टुप्रायशु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके so today we are starting a new chapter of fifth canto chapter 15 the glories of descendants of priyavrata so as i often mention that in shrimad bhagavatam we get a direct lineage Uh, coming all the way from brahma so uh, how many of you remember priyavrata who is priyavrata it's very good and who is swayamhuva manu sana brahma is swayamhuva So, Sambhuva Manu, how many sons and daughters he had? Very good. Gora, what are the names of those two sons? Huh? Okay. Do you remember the sons' names? Very good. How can you forget this Priyavrata I'm talking about? <laughs> You can't have said that I forgot the other one. <laughs> okay, and uh, what are the names of three daughters? Any girl? <laughs> Anyone from? Okay, yes, Shampiri. Very good. Akuti, Prashuti, and Devahuti. And then. who appeared in that line huh? we had la- previous chapter who did we discuss about very good bharat maharaj <laughs> and who was bharat maharaj's father rishavdev so see this is how huh, the whole family line we getting all the way from brahma Uh, so this is a proof that these are not just some fictitious fairy tales uh, as people in india are thinking nowadays uh, people in think here what people in india what they say mythology mythology not mythology mythology we can see the so called scholars are nothing but a bunch of stupid idiots they are supposed to be scholars they have their doctorates they have their phd but actually 
they don't have any knowledge and we can't blame them because the education system has become like that there is no proper education they're getting phd and what is the purpose of what is the criteria for getting phd you have to come up with a new theory uh, the phd if you write a phd to get a phd you have to write something new so this is this is how we can see that how this education system is deviating from actual knowledge the whole thing is based on speculation but <clears throat> this is the real knowledge this is the real knowledge how did the creation begin it begins from there mahavishnu glances towards the material nature the material nature becomes manifest uh, then garbhadukshai vishnu lies on the garbha ocean and from his nerve navel comes out uh, a lotus and uh, brahma is the first created being uh, brahma is situated on that lotus and 14 planetary systems are situated on the stem of that lotus so is this scientific or their big bang theory is scientific and all these so called scholars are going after this big bang and their thing is there is a big bang and this creation came and our question is were you there to hear that bang <laughs> who was there to hear that bang <clears throat> say <clears throat> just a simple consideration can anybody can any of you imagine what was happening in ujjain 100 years ago huh? can anybody huh? but can you find out what happened 100 years ago if we find the descriptions of a person who was there 100 years ago and he wrote uh, this is what hap- was happening so many years ago there was a king called vikramaditya here there was a king there was a princess called mitravinda there was the king vikramaditya had nine scholars in his court from that although we are not there at that time but we get the description but if somebody had to speculate what he would come up with he will come up with another nonsensical theory like big bang you should be banged <laughs> like that should be <laughs> so this is how the world is being misdirected today that's the unfortunate state of affairs of this world now here we can seeing the glories of the descendants now we came up to priyavrata and priyavratas lineage and coming to rishavdev rishavdev son bharat maharaj not just one son hundred sons and bharat is the eldest one he became the king but there were nine yogis nine of his sons like king sons <coughs> became ascetics became yogi <coughs> and not ordinary yogis navajogendras and their 
teachings are available still today. So, uh, and then, uh, what happened to King uh, Bharat, Bharat Maharaj? There is a description. Uh, then also, now, there will be descriptions. Uh, what happened to Bharat Maharaj's son? Uh, and grandson, and so forth. Like, let us see this chapter. The glories of the descendants of... I'll just read the summary of this before I go to that. Verse. In this chapter, the descendants of Bharat Maharaj and many other kings and are described. The son of Maharaj Bharat was named Sumati. He followed the path of liberation given by Rishabdev. Some people mistakenly thought Sumati to be the direct incarnation of Lord Buddha. The son of Sumati was Devatajit, and his son was Devadumna. Devadumna's sons were Paramesh, was Parameshthi and his son was Pratiha. Pratiha was a very great devotee of Lord Vishnu and he had three sons named Pratiharta, Prastota and Udgata. Pratiharta had two sons, Aja and Bhuma. The son of Bhuma was Udgita and the son of Udgita was Prashtava. And the son of Prashtava was Bibhu, and the son of Bibhu was Prithushena, whose son was Nakta. The wife of Nakta, Druti, gave birth to Gaya, who was a very famous and saintly king. Actually, King Gaya was a partial incarnation of Lord Vishnu. And because of his great devotion to Lord Vishnu, he received the title Mahapurusha. King Gaya had, had a son named Chitraratha. <clears throat> Sumati and Abarodh oh, had sons named Chitraratha, Sumati and Abarodhana. The son of Chitraratha was the emperor Samrat, and his son was Marichi, whose son was Bindu. Bindu's son was Madhu, and Madhu's son was Birabrata. Birabrata's two sons were Manthu and Pramanthu, and the son of Manthu was Bhavana. The son of Bhavana was Tashta, and the son of Tashta was Biraja, who glorified the whole dynasty. Biraja had one hundred sons and one daughter. Of these, the son named Satajit became very famous. Now, does it sound like fairy tale? <laughs> to write a fairy tale like that, one must be very, very brilliant. <laughs> what an imagination. And not only giving the names, the descriptions of their activities. So, so we have to, this is the intelligence is to accept the Vedic scriptures as the source of knowledge. And that is how they need a change of our education system. Ultimately, we have to come to the point and we have to say, like, throw all those books into the Ganga and Jamuna and in the ocean, because those are nonsense. 
technologically they may have made some advancement but what is that knowledge anyway let's see how many of you have studied engineering and other subjects here and how many of you have gone to the university what did you learn there did you learn anything worth its while abacharan what's your response does anything come to any use it's simply a misdirected intelligence it means directed knowledge but the thing is the problem we are facing today is we have to make a compromise with this world otherwise devotees will become misfit therefore there is a need to create our own system create our own society that we don't have to depend upon that world then only we can just tell our children there is no need to go to those schools just study this knowledge it will happen iskon is only 50 years old what is 50 years when you consider islam is 1000 years old christianity is 2000 years old buddhism is 2500 years old what is 50 years we just the beginning so anyway so i this is in a prose form the text so i'll just read it through and discuss about it shri shuko ubacha bharatas 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 bharatasya atmajah sumatir nama bihita jamuha babo kechit pakhandina ऋषभ पदवीम अनुवर्तम चानेदमतांगवतांगमनीषया पापीयशाकल्पयिष्यन्सलेशन बाईज डिवाइन ग्रेस शिल प्रभुपाद शिल सुखदेव गोस्वामी कंटिन्यू The son of Maharaj Bharat, known as Sumati, followed the path of Rishabdev, but some unscrupulous people imagined him to be Lord Buddha himself. These people, who were actually atheistic and of bad character, took up the Vedic principle in an imaginary, in an imaginary, infamous way, to support their activities. Thus, these sinful people accepted Sumati as Lord Buddha Dev and propagated the theory that everyone should follow the principles of Sumati. In this way, they were carried away by mental concoctions. Purport by Shila Prabhupada: Those who are Aryans strictly follow the Vedic principles, but in this age of Kali, a community has sprung up known as the Arya Samaj. which is ignorant of the import of the vedas in the parampara system their leaders decry all bona fide acharyas and they pose themselves as the real followers of the vedic principles these acharyas who do not follow the vedic principles are presently known as the arya samaj or the jains 
Not only do they follow, not only do they not follow the Vedic principles, but they have no relationship with Lord Buddha. Imitating the behavior of Sumati, they claim to be the descendants of Rishabdev. Those who are Vaishnavas carefully avoid their con- their company because they are ignorant of the path of the Vedas. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Vedaishya Sarvair Ahameva Vedya. The real purpose of the Vedas is to understand me. This is the injunctions of all Vedic literatures. One who does not know the greatness of Lord Krishna cannot be accepted as Aryan. Lord Buddha, an incarnation of Lord Krishna, adopted a particular means to propagate the philosophy of Bhagavad Dharma. He preached almost exclusively among atheists. Atheists do not want any god. And Lord Buddha therefore said that there is no God. But he adopted the means to instruct the followers for their benefit. Therefore he preached in a duplicitous way, saying that there is no God. Nonetheless, he himself was the incarnation of God. <clears throat> Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chukshurun Militang Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Namang Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Sharishati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunnavadi Paschatta Dishatarine Bancha Kalpatarubhascha Kripasindhubhayevacha Patitanang Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Nama Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Shadigaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Yes, Srila Prabhupada covered a lot in this purport, although not very long, but this purpose says a lot. Rishabdev, uh, what was the activities of Rishabdev like? Who remembers? Rishabdev, he was an abodhut. Abodhut means one who does not have any external consciousness. Uh, like a madman. But is the abodhut a madman? No, madman is a person who has a deranged mentality, whose mentality, whose mind uh, doesn't function, uh, whose intelligence doesn't function. Uh, like that is a madman. Isn't that Rupa Gora? Isn't that the definition of madman? <laughs> a person with a deranged mind, whose mind doesn't function. And <clears throat> but in that respect we can consider two opposites often look alike uh, like the sunrise and sunset and they opposite but they look alike hmm. so one of extreme is a person whose intelligence is completely uh, lost, whose mind doesn't function. 
And the other is, the other extreme is superconscious. Superconscious means Krishna conscious. Krishna consciousness means he is not conscious of this world. So one person cannot relate to this world and the other person doesn't want to relate to this world. So that's why their activities appear to be like a madman. Now Rishabdev's activity was like a madman. Why? Because he was so absorbed in Krishna consciousness, he did not have any awareness of this surrounding world, world that was surrounding him. He used to move around naked. He would laugh. Sometimes he would cry. That's what happens. Nittati, Gayati, Hashati, Unmadavat, Lokobajya. Pure devotee who is completely lost in Krishna consciousness, his activities are like sometimes he cries, he sings, he dances, he unmadavat, like a madman. Unmadavat means like a madman. Lokobajya, without having any consciousness of his external surrounding. Rishabdev was a king. He was a king of the whole earth planet. But he left his kingdom and he made Bharat Maharaj the king. He gave wonderful instructions to them and then he left his kingdom. And when he left his kingdom he became so absorbed in Krishna consciousness. That means his consciousness was so absorbed in Krishna that he started to behave like that. And now here it is said that Bharat Maharaj's son Sumati also became like his grandfather. And like he also started to behave like that. And some atheistic unscrupulous people started to propagate that he is Lord Buddha. Because the scripture mentions about Lord Buddha, uh, that Lord Buddha will come. So he started to, and uh, they started to promote him as... Now, uh, he is totally unconscious about what's happening. But these people uh, started to develop a new uh, theory Rejecting the Vedas. What Buddha did, why they were saying that he is like Buddha? Because the Buddha didn't have anything to do with the Vedas. Same thing also happened with Rishabdev. When Rishabdev was wandering like that as a madman, in in South India, uh, he was traveling through a province called Konka and Venka. And the king of Konka and Benka became envious of him. Uh, his name was Arhat. Uh, it's all described in Srimad Bhagavatam. So he started to, he was thinking, I am a king and nobody follows me like that. Uh, 
And this man is naked, doesn't have anything, no place to stay, doesn't even know where, what he was going to eat. And see, so many thousands of people are following him. So he started to imitate the activities of Rishabdev. And a new religion, new... And the thing is, when the practice like that, what happens? The Vedic scriptures are rejected. Normally, the religious principles means to follow the Vedas. And these people, these activities, there is no need to follow the Vedas. You can just behave like that. But what's the goal? Like Buddha Dev gave the goal to them, to become nothing. Why? Because if you are a nonsense, then it's better that you become nothing. <laughs> to become nothing is better than being a nonsense. Because as a nonsense, you create disturbance to the society. Buddha Dev huh, came to stop, make them stop the, uh, uh, animal sacrifice that was going on in the name of the Vedas. These people are a bunch of uh, unscrupulous people. But in the name of the Vedas, they were killing the animals and eating their flesh. So Buddha come, came and said, uh, don't slaughter animals. Uh, that's not the goal of life. That shouldn't be. So Buddha Dev came and made them better than the worst. They were atheists and they were meat eaters. Uh, so he made them stop meat eating. So if, he, if they're atheists but stop meat eating is better than <laughs> something. So that is why Buddha actually introduced uh, his doctrine. And here also we have to, we can notice that Buddha did not say anything about God. He didn't say against God. He was not promoting atheism. When people asked about God, Buddha was silent. And his teachings was, be good. Speak the truth. Respect the superiors. Don't cause violence. Just as the Christians have their ten commandments. You should not kill. Thou should not. Thou shall not kill. You should love your neighbors as yourself. Uh, like the people, those who are completely, uh, completely uh, 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 wicked, need some instructions like that. Does a good man need uh, this instruction? Does a person who is non-violent by nature, uh, a person who doesn't inflict pain even on an ant, uh, does he need to be told, you should not kill? Huh? Will the teacher go and tell him that? No. Those who are killing, they he needs to be instructed in that. Thou shall, you should not kill. So this is how huh, Buddha was presenting his thing. Like, Ved, um, uh, Mayavadam, uh, the purpose of Buddha's appearance has been described by in 
दशवता स्त्रोत्र निंदसी यज्ञ विदेरह श्रुति जातन सदय हृदय दर्शित पशुघातम केशवधृता बुद्ध शरीर निंदसी क्रिटिसाइजिंग यज्ञ विदेरह यज्ञ विधि सैक्रिफाइस श्रुति जातंग विच केम फ्रॉम द वेदर्स वाई सदय हृदय दर्शित पशुघातम सदय हिज टेंडर हार्ट हिज मर्सिफुल हार्ट सदय हृदय दर्शित पशुघातम सींग दैट द एनिमल्स आर बींग स्लॉटेड केशवधृत बुद्ध शरीर केशव कृष्ण एज्यूम्ड बुद्ध शरीर Now to go back to Rishabdev as Konka and Venka king of King Konka and Venka Arhat, he started to imitate. Now, can one imitate the activities of a person uh, who has no awareness of the surrounding, <coughs> who is behaving like a madman? It happens uh, sometimes. uh some uh, devotees uh, behave in some unusual way and some unscrupulous people who want to be known uh, as a famous person or glorified they start to imitate their activity like for example one day a snake charmer was singing about lord shiva playing his instruments a snake charmer and haridas thakur hearing that became so absorbed that he started to dance like a madman and there was a brahmana everyone was so impressed so he thought well this guy is getting so much appreciation so much recognition so he also started to dance but what did the snake charmer do he took up a stick and started to beat him <laughs> and he ran away from there see if somebody had if somebody was in ecstasy and had uh, having this kind of experience then even if somebody beat him or insulted him he would not feel it because he doesn't have any external consciousness that's why he is behaving like that so imitating those activities of an exalted devotees uh, should never be done one should listen to the instructions of those devotees and as a matter of fact the uttamadhikari vaishnavas do not even instruct do not even preach it is the madhyam adhikari devotees who preach they follow and they preach therefore madhyam adhikari devotees should be their footsteps should be followed now this king arhat started to imitate the activities of rishabdev 
And as a result of that, what happened? How many Jains are here? Is there any Jain here? I would apologize before making that statement. As a result of that, Jainism started. See what's happening. Rishabdev was totally absorbed in Krishna consciousness. He did not have any external consciousness. That's why he was moving about naked. And the so-called Jains, what do they do? In the middle of the cities, you know, like they're walking naked. As if there is no cloth available in the market. And people are so misdirected. The other day I was told uh, <clears throat> that some Jain sadhus uh, were walking naked. Uh, and so the chief minister also started to walk with them. That's what is happening. No understanding whatsoever. Uh, and he started to walk. Uh, he at least took off his shoes to walk with them. And as a result of that, he got a blister in his feet. So these are the unfortunate things, like, anyway, I mean, this shows that how ignorant people have become. No understanding. One should actually consider why should one do that? If one doesn't have any external consciousness, like Sukhdev Goswami, he was moving about naked. The four Kumars, uh, they're remaining naked. Uh, But that is because they don't have any external consciousness. They don't feel the need because they're not at all in the body consciousness. So in whichever condition the body is, they don't care. Anyway, uh, this is how Jainism started. That's why, what the Jains say? Who is the original saint? Rishavdev. They draw the line from Rishavdev. And who is after Rishavdev? They call him as Arihant. Bhagavatam describes him as Arhat. They describe him as Arihant. And in this way, they go like their line. And then came Mahavir. And what is their link with the Vedas? Nothing. They don't accept the Vedas. How will you attain liberation? By walking naked. Not shaving your beard. Pull the beard and moustache. What's the use? Like, are we going to achieve spiritual success by our material activities, bodily activities? No. Spiritual progress will come from our spiritual activities. And spiritual activities mean soul's connection to Krishna. 
the parts connection to the whole simple consideration and as <clears throat> so then proper pointed out that buddha in order to finally proper is saying why did buddha do that he rejected vedas with a purpose to stop animal sacrifice because this uh, undesirable activity was going on in the name of the vedas therefore it says reject the vedas there is no need not reject the vedas there is no need to follow the vedas as it is people are not following the vedic teachings uh, in the name of the vedas they were sacrificing animal saying that this is the activity that has been prescribed in the vedas kill the animals to so he said no don't kill animals don't inflict pain on others because if you inflict pain on others that pain will come back to you just as we find narad muni's instruction to mrigari he told mrigari that you are inflicting pain to these animals now and the same pain you have to go through because as you sow so shall you reap so there was no need to reject the vedas uh, in order to stop animal sacrifice but because these people were completely useless hopeless that's why he did that anyway hmm. so at least we feel fortunate that we found the right way how many of you think that you found the right way thank you Hundred percent <laughs> conviction. So follow this path and don't deviate from that path, because you have a grave responsibility, solemn responsibility, to educate this world that has been misdirected. In this age of Kali, the world has become misdirected. Therefore, there is a need to distribute this knowledge. and that's why we sing that song tava kathamritam krishna kathamritam is the solution to the problems of this world and the gopis are saying that those who distribute that krishna consciousness they are the most munificent they are the greatest givers to this world they are the greatest benefactors to the world and chaitanya mahaprabhu approved of it so that means this is the way so just mahaprabhu himself in simple words said jare dekho tare kaho krishna upadesh whoever you see speak to him about krishna <clears throat> at least among yourselves you speak about krishna i'm also seeing one uh, kind of attitude is developing here among some devotees uh, they want to go here and there and study bhagavatam as if bhagavatam is not can being studied here what is happening here what are we doing here so why do we have to go to some other place to study bhagavatam and it's not huh, just studying bhagavat 
application of Bhagavat is the important thing. To preach and practice, that is what is Bhagavat. Just talking about Bhagavat is not enough. Preaching about Bhagavat meanings make the world Krishna conscious. So please recognize the fact that there is no need to go anywhere. Srila Prabhupada has created the perfect arrangement. All ISKCON temples are the perfect situation for studying Bhagavat, practicing Bhagavat and understanding Bhagavat. So, and time and time again from the scriptures what we are seeing Service and service and service. Not just some intellectual cultivation. Memorizing the verses, Bade Pandit, one guy. Prabhupada told me, when I told Prabhupada that I wanted to learn Sanskrit, Prabhupada's question was, why? I tried to give him excuses, why? And Prabhupada smashed me one after another. And then finally Prabhupada told me, that there are so many Sanskrit scholars, but what are they doing? What are they doing about spreading Krishna consciousness? And Prabhupada quoted a verse saying, Gano Khale Jathashwati, just like a lamp covered by a basket. If a lamp is covered by a basket, will the lamp be of any use? Will the lamb give out the light? No. So Prabhupada compared those Sanskrit scholars are like that. They have the knowledge of Sanskrit. But they are not giving the light to this world. On the other hand, when a child uh, spoke to a minister uh, who came to see Srila Prabhupada, Do you know Krishna? And the minister jokingly said, No, I don't know Krishna. She said, Oh, you don't know Krishna? Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. And when Prabhupada heard that, he said, This is preaching. (laughs) Even a child can preach to a big minister. You don't know Krishna? Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. And actually all these big, big people need to hear that. Then instead of walking with those Nanga sadhus, <laughs> they will come and <laughs> sit in this class and listen to this Bhagavad Katha. Prabhupada made the perfect arrangement. Every morning, Bhagavatam part. Every evening, Bhagavad Gita. And then what happens? Then throughout the day, what we can meditate on what we heard about Srimad Bhagavatam. If nothing, at least try to memorize the verse. Just to meditate on what you heard in the class. And this is how we have to become absorbed in Krishna consciousness. And we are seeing the movement is expanding. This movement is expanding. Why? Because the devotees are going out and preaching. 
devotees are going out distributing Prabhupada's books and people are becoming affected by that. So just be convinced you found the right way and just stay on this path and keep on practicing. That reminds me of what happens when one becomes a Sanskrit scholar. I'll give you some Sanskrit scholars, early days. Prabhupada sent uh, some devotees to India, uh, not to learn Sanskrit as such, but to learn. But some of them uh, left Prabhupada. What happened to some Sanskrit scholars? <clears throat> they started to find faults with Prabhupada's writing. Uh, and as a result of that, where are they? Uh, whereas we are seeing what Prabhupada's writing is doing all over the world. And we find that tendency even among some so-called Sanskrit scholars. They are so pandit, uh, they are such big pandits that they are criticizing Prabhupada. So have, I'll give you the simple process. Have implicit faith in Srila Prabhupada that he is a representative of Krishna uh, to spread Krishna consciousness according to his prediction all over the world. Yes, there, there is some mistakes in the books. I'll admit that. But why that mistakes? Because Prabhupada translated the thing in dictaphone. Devotees who transcribed, they made that mistake. And Prabhupada didn't have the time to go through all the writings himself. And those days there was nobody who could properly edit his writings. So that is one way to look at it. And you know what is my way of looking at it? My way of looking at it is that it's a taste of Srila Prabhupada. Taste of Krishna. How much faith I have in Srila Prabhupada. And my thing is, even if there is mistake, Prabhupada is the pure devotee. And these mistakes are, as I said, is testing my faith. So easily one can think, oh, Prabhupada made mistakes, so Prabhupada is not a pure devotee. So sometimes Maya puts a test like that. It's Maya's test. Whatever is there, ultimately what really matters is the essence is there? Is the essence real? Is the essence benefiting? Uh, what is the essence of Srila Prabhupada's teaching? Surrender unto Krishna, surrender unto Krishna, surrender unto Krishna. What is the essence of Srila Prabhupada's teaching? Serve Krishna, serve Krishna, serve Krishna. What is the essence of Srila Prabhupada's teachings? Distribute Krishna consciousness, distribute Krishna consciousness, distribute Krishna consciousness. So can we go wrong just following these three things? So that's what we need to do. Just let us follow 
the wonderful arrangement that Śrīla Prabhupāda made and and I can tell you in 40 years of my spiritual life in ISKCON there was never a moment when I felt that I made a mistake joining this movement never a moment so at least this much I can assure you and if you follow the path properly, you will also come to the same conclusion. Srila Prabhupada made the perfect arrangement. <clears throat> if you don't like to stay in the temple, if you feel you're getting bored, go out and distribute books. And I tell you, book distribution is so purifying. Uh, those who do that, they understand, they know. It's so exciting, it's so enlivening, and it's so purifying. Okay, thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Gaur Premanande. Hare Hare Does anybody have any question? Yeah. There's some question. Come in. Okay, three questions from. Huh? Okay, from, oh, these are all from you. Dhanavat Pranam Guru Maharaj, is it better to be better to be killed by a demon or to be killed by the Lord, creating so much trouble, like assisting Sita Haran by assuming the form of golden deer? Uh, yeah, what's your question? What is better? Because, uh, you know, what did I tell yesterday? In the class? What did Marichi say? There was a when there was a choice to be killed by Ravan or to kill by Ram, he decided to be killed by Ram. Anyway. Uh, okay, it's better to make trouble for the Lord and be killed by Him. <laughs> then killed by a demon like Rakshir, Ravan. <clears throat> we know that there are different planets for residing the demigods and the demons. But here we see that many pastimes happened on earth planet and the demons were residing here like Hiranyakashipu, Ravan, uh, Kubera's capital. Uh, so, see, the earth planet is some place where all upper, lower and middle planetary systems are together. And the residents of the demons are there but the re demons also sometimes dominate the earth planet. Like uh, Ravan came and stayed in Sri Lanka, but the resident, but Ravan's ancestors and others, they were staying in uh, the lower planetary system. All the uh, big big demons 
And so Ravan took over Lanka because it was so opulent, which was the place of Kuvera. He came and he made his capital here. It was given by the Lord for his residence, this Lanka. One of your previous classes, you have told that the reason for leaving Brahmachari Ashram is not to have good association. How can we create that type of environment where insiders will want to remain for long and outsiders will want to join. Uh, how relationship can be developed among the brahmacharis? Very good question. Mm. So I'll say the first thing is uh, you become the ideal brahmachari. <laughs> Charity begins at home, meaning uh, we ourselves are the first example. Right? Like, you see, otherwise what happens if we start thinking, well, which brahmachari is the ideal brahmachari, is not behaving properly, will develop a tendency to be critical. Therefore, we take it, better to take it upon ourselves. Let me become an ideal example. So much so that the devotees, those who are here, will want to be here. And those who are from outside, they will also want to be here. Alright? So by seeing you, all other brahmacharis will be inspired. And they'll start to follow you. Alright? So will you become an example? <laughs> Thank you. I wish you all the best. <laughs> So there are some questions from the internet. Let's see. Bibhu Chaitanya Das is Question is probably off topic. Please answer if you like. Hare Krishna, okay. Uh, from Srila Prabhupada's lecture in Uppsala University, Stockholm, 1973, Prabhupada is saying, if you are fond of tasting wine, I simply recommend that you simply think that this taste of wine is Krishna. That will make you the greatest yogi. Forgive me for my in inapt paraphrasing, but doesn't the above statement encourage spiritual elation through the use of psychedelic drugs? So, <clears throat> can you hear me, Vibhuchet? Can you hear me? Or come in, inside? Because you need to hear. <laughs> you see, one of the qualifications of a preacher is he knows what to say to whom. Right? Now, you see, uh, Uppsala University in Stockholm is one of the biggest education center. It's a whole city actually. And you know how the atmosphere of the university is. Right? So that's why Prabhupada saw, felt 
that instead of telling them no meat eating, no intoxication, no illicit sex and no gambling, uh, that would make them immediately negative to Prabhupada's teaching. Therefore, Prabhupada is actually pointing out that what you appreciate, you try to see Krishna in that. You like to drink, uh, see Krishna as the taste of the wine. As Krishna says, I am the taste of water. <laughs> now, as you are saying, won't it promote? <clears throat> Obviously, this is not, this lecture is not meant for temple devotees. <laughs> Those who are drinking wine, huh? but Prabhupada knows that in this way, when they become Krishna, when they take to Krishna consciousness, when they start to chant the holy name, they'll automatically give it up. So it's not actually promoting, it is actually preventing eventually. Okay, where are those devotees? Either they became f- pure devotees now, <laughs> giving up, or they got lost. The thing is, you know, like, <laughs> there are all kinds of people in this world, especially in the Western world. The quiet point is, you see, when, okay, you are doing that, like, you are f- trying to see Krishna in that, But then, gradually, you'll begin to think that this smoking marijuana is making you so dull uh, that you can't even think of Krishna. So if you're serious, you'll say, to hell with marijuana, (laughs) right? Uh, So this is how uh, one will come back to the right track. Yeah, let me first answer this question. Next question is from Shushil. Okay. <clears throat> Many people chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra as Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. They will be uh, similarly benefited by this chanting as we are. Yes. You know, when you start chanting, it's like going round and round and round. So when you go round, can you find the beginning? (laughs) Dina Vatsaladas from the internet. Book distribution is indeed a wonderful service, but sometimes after trying for a while, if books don't go, I lose enthusiasm. How to maintain constant enthusiasm, even if one is not having good results in book distribution? Yeah. Um, You see, in Krishna consciousness, what do you learn first? To be attached to result? or to render service. Hmm? So, 
don't become attached to the result but just carry on and then you will see how krishna will uh, help you there are so many such instances like when devotees become discouraged i can tell you one wonderful story like that was in the early days one devotee went out distributing books and he was so disappointed he was so disappointed no one was taking the books he was doing it in a parking lot in a shopping center and then all of a sudden someone came and told him you know i was thinking of donating 5000 dollars and i was thinking who to give it to and when i saw you going out urging people to take the books seeing your enthusiasm i feel inspired to give you this 5000 <laughs> so on his own he was thinking no one is taking the book but this person saw that how sincerely he was endeavoring so that you know he decided to give him 5000 so this is how krishna reciprocates so just continue rendering service without worrying about the result you can't even imagine how krishna may reward you jagmohan das uh hari krishna guru maharaj my question is from yesterday's class lakshman didn't even see the face of a woman for 14 years did lakshman see the face of surpanakha <laughs> from that description <laughs> no lakshman did not but with his mystic power he could chop off her nose <laughs> without even looking at her <laughs> yes kishori तो तुम प्रैक्टिकल ये बताओ कौन सी स्थिति में प्रैक्टिकली अप्लाई नहीं कर पाती हो तो अगर तुम प्रभुपात का निर्देश मान लिया तो लड़ाई झगड़ा मत करना और जब कोई तुम्हारा निंदा करता है तो सोचना कि वो ये मेरा दोस्त है ये मेरा सुरीद है मेरा शुभाकांक्षी है कि हमको और भी परफेक्ट होने का सुजोग दे रहा है है ना ये जो गलत मैं नहीं देख पाया वो देखा 
और ये कितना अच्छा काम किया मैं उसको सुधारने का अवसर मिला है ठीक है श्री रामचंद्र हाँ सोचो मत रामचंद्र उसको संभालेंगे <laughs> क्योंकि जैसे तुम्हारे दिल में राक्षस है रावण है वैसे दिल में रामचंद्र भी है <laughs> तो रामचंद्र वो सब सम असुरों को संभालेंगे भगवान सुन नहीं रहे तुम ठीक से बोल नहीं रहे हो <laughs> ये सोचना होगा अगर तुम सही रूप से बोलोगे तो भगवान जरूर सुनेंगे भगवान तो तुम्हारा दिल में बैठे हुए हैं सुनने के लिए हा? तो तुम सही रूप से भगवान के पास प्रार्थना करते रहना और इस सिलसिले में ये भी हमें समझना होगा कि भगवान इतना लंबा समय लेकर काम करते हैं कि उनको काम करने में थोड़ा कुछ समय लग जाता है कभी कभी हाँ तो हम तो बोलते हैं उसका मतलब ये नहीं जब बोलेंगे उसी समय भगवान जवाब दे देंगे इस सिलसिले में एक ये है एक कहना है एक लोग पूछा भगवान आपके लिए करोड़ों साल कितनी लंबी है भगवान बोले एक मिनट और आपके लिए करोड़ों रुपया कितनी है एक पैसा भगवान बोला एक पैसा तो वो बोला कृपा करके हमको एक पैसा देंगे भगवान जवाब दिया एक मिनट Why should it be karma kanda? I mean, in order to go to spiritual world, don't we have to become free from material bondage? Yeah. 
So is it Karmakanda? So Karmakanda is when the goal is in this material world. But if the goal is spiritual, then it is not Karmakanda. You get it? Becoming free to material bondage doesn't mean that one is aspiring for liberation. It's coming automatically. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, Acha, there's another question. This is from Jamna Priya Devi Dasi. Dear Gurudev, I want to thank you so much for your timeless instructions, which will be our guide for many years to come and prevent us from deviating from Srila Prabhupada. Thank you, dear Most Father. My question is, whilst Lord Buddha established Buddhism on the premise of not following the Vedas to reject meat-eating, then how can people like Dalai Lama eat meat? Your fallen daughter, Jamuna Good, Very good question. So that means they are not the followers of Lord Buddha. They are just like, as Prabhupada said, most of the Christians today are not Christians. <clears throat> Prabhupada used to point out that the f- Christian means following the Ten Commandments. And what's the first commandment? Thou shall not kill. So when you're killing, slaughtering these animals, are you following Jesus? Right? So, <clears throat> so they claim, they may claim and they may be recognized that they are Buddhists, but actually they are not Buddhists. Hmm? Buddhism in course of time got different, uh, different went through different phases. You see, <clears throat> Buddhism became so popular in India that many in the aspects on the Vedas, uh, which were not the pure teachings of Vedas, entered into Buddhism. For example, tantras, tamasic tantra. Uh, and in places like Tibet, they were practicing all that. Now in tamasic tantra, they eat meat. So that's why when it entered into Buddhism, that aspect entered into Buddhism, they started to follow that. But the pure teachings of Buddha, they don't know. They think Buddhism means to meditate, to realize that you are nothing. That's their objective. What to practice, how to practice, they are not interested. <clears throat> the good Buddhists will become Hare Krishna <laughs> and others, who knows, Maya Devi will take care of them. Alright, <laughs> those were, like, it's, it's happening. Many people are, today, many Christians are joining ISKCON. Many Jews are joining ISKCON. Like, uh, at one time, <clears throat> All the uh, transcendental meditation people, TM people, became Hare Krishna in Australia. Uh, Because they saw 
that this meditation that they are preaching is not at all transcendental. The real transcendental meditation is chanting Hare Krishna. So they, many of them joined. He's gone. So, you know, like it depends how honest one is about his spiritual search. Because Krishna, as the super soul, will guide us in his soul. I thought I'll end the class. Praneshwari Radhika Devi Dasi. Okay. <clears throat> I am trying to fully surrender as per your instruction, but often face obstacles in doing so. Guru Maharaj, how to keep up the enthusiasm and focus for surrender? Is surrender that easy? Or is surrender very difficult? Very difficult. The surrender is otherwise very easy. But what is preventing us from surrendering is our false ego. Right? So as long as we have a false ego, it will be difficult to surrender. So try to get rid of false ego. And try to get rid of false ego means Trinadopi Sunichena. You know the verse? No? Uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his Shikshashtakam, the third verse, is describing <clears throat> become more humble than a blade of grass, becoming uh, become as tolerant as a tree. Don't desire any respect for yourself and offer all respect to others. Can you do that? Then you'll see surrendering becomes very easy. Okay. Vaibhav <clears throat> Sakshena. Okay. Mera prashna hai ki Ravan Asur kyu bana? Oh, itna gyani tha aur itna bada pandit tha. Iska matav ye hota hai pandit bhi ज्ञानी भी राक्षस बन सकता है समझा राक्षस का मतलब क्या होता है जो भगवान को नहीं मानता है जो भगवान के विरोधी बनते हैं तो जो भगवान के विरोधी है तो पंडित लोग विरोधी होता है आजकल नहीं पंडित सब पंडित भक्त बन गया तो कितने पंडित भक्त बना तुम जैसे एक दो <laughs> और बाकी तो नहीं हाँ तो पंड मतलब जो पंडित हो सकता है लेकिन जो भगवान के भगवान को नहीं मानता है वो ही असुर बन जाता है ठीक है ओके हरे कृष्णा गौर प्रेमानंदे हरे